All right, everybody. Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of Learning to Fly the Podcast. This season, I decided I'd like to try something new and I'm going to dedicate Mondays to something I like to call Monday's Muse. If you're interested, you can follow along on my Instagram at Sincerely Blue Jay Poetry and I'll do Monday's Muse in a different form. Anyway, today my muse is a friend of mine and this friend goes by many names as far as I'm concerned. So I will just give you my favorite name for them, Mark slash Sunny Rue. And I'm going to share some of my favorite, more recent poems written by this friend and highlight the amount of imagery and artistry that is capable of going into a piece of poetry, something that is entirely words on a page or a voice floating across wires. And there's something absolutely mesmerizing about this person's voice, and I hope that you'll come to appreciate it as well. So the first piece I'd like to start off with is titled The Artist. Art is the deliberate undertaking of mining the unconscious to a conscious expression, kneading demons into submission, digging bodies that we buried long ago, all so their ghosts can serve as a muse, trading sanity for ink, zero sum. And when the hurt runs dry, one, does the art stop? Two, would the artist be finally happy? And I just thought that was a beautiful way to start and some fantastic uh, questions to be asked. The next piece has a long title and the piece itself is a little bit long, but I adore this one. Cheesy poems about how your ghost no longer haunts me. One, I keep sweating. The air is drenched with worry. Last online a week ago, I resort myself to self-loathing. You're fine. Something obviously came up. Maybe something did happen. No, you're fine. The days spill into one another. Frantic messages piling up. Anxiety feeds off of this last online months ago. Above all, I wonder if you're safe. There's a certain cruelty to this, but I can't blame you. I would have done exactly the same in the circumstances. Two, come back to the place you called home for a couple of years. I promise you'll find nothing but a glass of wine, candles lit, that jasmine kind that you love, and warmth in every corner. So much warmth. You'd think you were charging wirelessly. Come back to that place you called home. The air forgot the sound of your voice. Even the silence isn't the same. It's a soft humming of soft sounds, but your stomach churns, knowing something is amiss. Come back to the place you called home. It stopped being a home when you left. Three. Sometimes I think we're bound to effigies that pin our words into, hoping that the other feels your, our emotions. We retreat under cozy comforters to chew the words of others and try to dull the emptiness that we nurse in the pit of our stomachs. Except that's been the truth. Loneliness makes the strange bedfellows. I think, well, I know that over the years, the saccharine verses I've penned ebbed away from the soft parts of you. 
and I tempered the rest in the still molten arguments, sharpening it on every word that lingers. When the hope we find in the allure of winter nights, where the settled snow carries any ray of light as far as it can is waning, I take the makeshift knife and plunge it deep into my chest. You always hated the flair for the dramatic, so I'll spare you the pretentious words. I'd string together and offer you this. You stirred me. I was a vessel filled with still water. You birthed tsunamis and tides in me. You are responsible for the creation of a whole universe by skipping a stone in the backwaters of my consciousness. Thank you for making me feel emotions that intense. I'll give you a second <laughs> to digest that one because the pieces are so remarkable. And I'll take a moment to talk about our sponsor before coming back with more poems by this amazing author. And I hope that if you haven't found a muse in it yet, you will with the next piece I share. Alrighty, so now that we're back, the next one is titled Song of the Songbirds. And this is probably one of my favorite pieces with the artistry and the emotion tied in together. And some of the artistry terms or artistic styles actually add more to the emotion than to the scenery, which I thought was a really cool twist. So, smoldering words ignite again. Melting our worlds together, stitched with rose thorns, platitudes, and niceties. The evenings are reserved for the cries of the songbirds. We seeded the lands with laminate, and they turned barren. The ambrosia we left behind was too saccharine for them to digest. There is no survival here. The songbirds nestle atop one another for warmth tonight. For tomorrow, they'll blend into the onyx skies as they fly somewhere greener, anywhere else but here. The next piece I'd like to share was actually written as part of National Poetry Writing Month, and this piece is titled Wildflowers and Letters, and for some reason, I cannot get this piece out of my mind. It is absolutely stunning and I hope that you'll agree. Hand-picked wildflowers stamped into the letters you'd rattle off were easily one of my favorite details about them, apart from the little sketches you'd fill the empty spaces with. That's the other thing. You had a way of spilling into every nook and cranny of every room you'd enter like you'd exhale and find the entire room housing you long after you'd leave. You tasted like infinity. Your palms branching into slender fingers are still the most fragile thing I've come to know. From there, you exude gentleness, stitching art into everything you do, softly folding your words into poetry. You are a color that shines only in the sunlight. 
And the final piece I'd like to leave you guys with today is titled An Alternative Ending. And I apologize if my voice shakes during this one. It is something that's hitting me a little harder than it usually would right now. The uninvited guest barges in and sits at the dining room table, offering slivers of memories that you chew throughout the day, inviting you to be an archaeologist. You excavate the memories, analyze them, and replant them in a different field, hoping to graft onto something less toxic. At this precise moment, the body suspends motion as the mind and soul splinters into different journeys. The mind cascades through a film reel of childhood memories, and the soul catches flight on eastern winds, yearning to land somewhere safer, somewhere more still, somewhere where breath becomes life. Wanting to be consumed by the arts, reading and poetry like a thirst that cannot be quenched, pinning to paint on the words pining to paint all the words you cannot speak, nourishing the eyes with all the vivid colors that elude my dreams. As a sweet and perfect, a forever after with you would be, I need the present to merge the body, mind, and soul. I dog-eared the future. I know it will end with you. I know this with my heart. And I hope that you appreciate these pieces as much as I've come to. And I hope that there was something in these works today that could inspire you and be your muse for this week coming. And I tried to share pieces that touched on a variety of emotions so that no matter where you are today, something sticks with you. Maybe it's just the title of that last piece, an alternative ending, something to think about, something to keep you going. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me here on Learning to Fly, the podcast, and I cannot wait to see you again tomorrow.